Bro, do you, do you know why I'm late? Mm-hmm. Basically, right, I was going to go to the shops, but as I was trying to leave, this right. is ridiculous, but there was about 10 seagulls outside my house. Nothing. Bro, and they were quite beefy looking bastards, so I was a bit scared. <laughs> so I was just literally waiting, I was literally waiting by the window. I was like, I need these birds to go because they're literally surrounding my car. So that's why, why I'm a bit late. But bro, I say we just jump straight into it, man. Yeah, yeah, come, let's do it. <clears throat> Well, somehow, Saif, obviously we haven't done an episode in a while. I think it's been a, been a good few weeks. Obviously, you know, Christmas and New Year got all got in the way. Here for yeah. that malarkey. So times are a yeah. bit bad at this moment. But perhaps what the maddest thing is, is compared to how we started the season, heck, compared to our kind of where we were when we recorded our last episode, right? We are mm-hmm. somehow in the midst of a quite exciting title race right now. Yeah, yeah. 21 is coming, as they say. But we'll go. We'll come on to twenty one is coming, <laughs> right? I think that the last games that we reviewed was, um, I think it was the, the the derby game and the Sheffield game, maybe might have been. But the derby, the derby was that you know the nil nil, the really boring. Nil-nil. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the yeah, last yeah, games yeah. we reviewed, and since then we've been on a great run of form. I don't think we've lost in about six games or something. I think the only game we didn't win was the uh, the the, the two. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even then, that was a. I think you would have taken that result, really. It can. And you consider how strong Leicester are, you you definitely yeah. take a take a point from that. But yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it's a, it's a good point. Exactly. So explain to me, Sarf, how when you consider how we started this season, how now are we level on points with Liverpool? I'm not going to go for this joint first business because ultimately <laughs> yeah. the table finished like this. We wouldn't we wouldn't the trophy wouldn't be split into two. We would we would lose on <laughs> goal difference, right? So how yeah. do we find ourselves in a in a weird position where it's a possibility. I'm not going to say it, but you know what yeah. I'm talking about. It is a possibility. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Um, I think it's testament to everyone involved within within the club in the past. Mm. What's it? Six, seven games now in the league that we've that we've um, accumulated in terms of points. Yeah. Um, I think in terms of if you look at each individual game um, in isolation, there was a lot of games where we didn't play well in. And managed mm. to get the three points. And obviously, in the grand scheme of things, you look at it and you think, isn't that a championship side? Which is what we spoke about the other day. Yeah. You know, a championship winning team um, would not play well, but still grind out to get the three points. And we have done that several times now. Um, in fact, the, the run that we have at the moment, pretty much every game was like that. Because you know, look at the West Ham game, look at the Southampton game, um, even the Everton game, we went 1 0 yeah. down. Um, but then you look at the Leeds game, and that's the game where I, when I, when I watched that game, I remember thinking, wow, we actually had a game plan today. We executed very well. We brought yeah. Dan James back Dan James back from the dead. Yeah. And he played very well. Man was just trying it, to impress Bielsa into buying him again. Literally, literally <laughs> he was done. You know, I mean, he was good. But uh, he had a role, he had a set of responsibilities, and he exploited the gaps left in behind by the Leeds, um, Leeds midfielders and defenders. Yeah. So in, in, in that regard, amazing performance against Leeds. We've done very well against Everton in the cup just after that. Yeah. Um, a strong start in the first half. Not great in the second half, but we got the three points. Mm. And then I looked at the, the Villa game. And it was a nice game to watch in terms you know, of... From the point uh, of a neutral, it was actually a really mm. good game of football because Villa, they, came, they weren't afraid. They made some good chances. Heck, they, they could have won that game. And it wouldn't have been an unfair result, in my opinion, because I don't think we played bad. 
I don't think Villa played bad. It was it was a good no. game of football. Arguably, some yeah. could say our penalty wasn't a penalty, but we're not discussing yeah. that because what's done is done. It's in the past. Oh, now. exactly. <laughs> Let's exactly. move on. Exactly. No, I'm, I'm I'm with you, and I think I think a, a draw would have been a fair result, to be fair. Mm. But um, again, it's just, it's just testament um, to these players, and I think that there has been some element of a mentality change. Yeah. Now, big time. how much of a mentality change there's been, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna see that in the next few games. Yeah. Um, but as things stand now, we are in somewhat of a title race. Um, yeah. We've obviously joined twenty first, as they say. We're in the same points as Liverpool. Uh, with the same games played. I know they've got a game on Monday, so they're gonna be at an advantage if they win that game, get the three yeah. points. And we've got our game in hand against Burnley. I think two weeks. Um, it's on, week it's on the twelfth, so. so it's in like just just under two weeks. But it's going to be quite okay. an exciting one because if we win that Burnley game, and mm. we, we we go into that Liverpool game arguably with with the advantage, right? Because that's our game in hand done, and we could, you know, it's 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 exciting, mate. Points, it is yeah. it is exciting. You know, those those next two games, and it's it's at that point in the season, and it has been for the past couple of weeks now, where like every game is vital. You know, that Villa game. Yeah was a big, big test for us and we, we passed it, right? And now yeah. that Burnley game is going to be a big test. The Liverpool game is obviously, that that could be one of those season-defining moments. 100%. For, 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 look, for either team. Definitely. And look, if we beat Liverpool at, at Anfield, firstly at Anfield, that's yeah. mad because they've not lost there for how long? Two years or something? Uh, 18 months? I can't a remember. while. <laughs> they have not lost there for time now. If we yeah. beat them at Anfield, can you imagine, can you imagine your Twitter timeline? absolute scenes they mate it's gonna be crazy yeah do you know what it's 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 nerve-wracking but it's an exciting like i feel like i haven't experienced this kind of feeling in in quite some time now i have to be honest part of me still can't firmly believe that we're in a title race because this is probably one of the most interesting premier league tables i've ever seen in that yeah it's so tight mate all it takes is one result and villa come into a title race you know what I mean? Hundred percent. That's 100%. how tight the that's how tight the margins are this year. It's it's really fascinating, and you can't write City off yet. Heck, as much as mm-hmm. we've been taking the mick out of Lamps and Chelsea, can't write them off either. It's no, we can't all to play for if at this they, point. They're playing uh, City playing Chelsea later, and if Chelsea win or if City win, all of a sudden they're four points off us. Exactly. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's it's I wouldn't write off. Um, Right now, I want to write off United, City, yeah. Liverpool, Spurs, Chelsea. These five teams, I want to write off right now. Yeah. Um, oh, it's not Arsenal. Or, yeah, not Arsenal. You know, even even uh, for example, you... mate, West Ham. Right, I'm looking at a table now. Yeah, yeah. City are eighth, and we're saying we can't write City off. West Ham are on the same amount of points on tenth. Yeah, yeah, it's mad. But, but the reason why I wouldn't write position off City... one and position mm. ten, seven point difference. That's it. It's crazy. It's crazy. And again, it, it was it's similar to what we said the other day. Um, the smaller teams have balls now. Oh, and it's so nice balls. to see. Do you know what I mean? Big, so, big it's balls, so bro. nice to see their balls. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. As hairy as they may be, it's, it's great to see. Because you look at Southampton, you look at West Ham, you look at um, Leicester. I know Leicester mm. have been a sort of top six team now for a couple of seasons or so. But even them, like the, the, the transition they've made is, is, is amazing. So you look yeah. at these Leicester teams and even Brighton, Brighton Palace, they're playing an exciting brand of football now. Royal yeah. Hodgson, you know, the, the guy is like, do you know what I mean? One leg in the grave. He's ready, to, <laughs> he's ready to go. And he's playing from the most exciting football that I've seen him play mm. uh, with with one of the... Oh, I just watched... Uh, I just watched uh, Tillman score beauty for Leicester. 2-0, by the way. Oh, nice. But, uh, Against, they're playing uh, Newcastle, isn't it? Newcastle, yeah. Good result. A bit annoying because I'm trying to... Fit. In fact, no, that's good, actually, because I've got... Uh, 
I've got Schmeichel and I've got Justin in my team. So hopefully if they Come keep on. that clean sheet, it's some good points for me. Yeah, yeah, um, lovely, lovely. Good stuff. But, yeah, but Leicester, Leicester, they're playing great football at the moment. They're playing some phenomenal football. All of the teams are in the in the in the top mm. half. And like it's like you say, some of the smaller teams, like the, the one that fascinates me the most is Villa, in that yeah. it is pretty much pretty much the same squad that was that was flirting with relegation all of last season, right? I think the main signings they probably made was what, Ross Barkley and Martinez. What a what a great no, signing no. it's been, by the way. They brought in yeah, yeah, great signing. But uh, Ollie Watkins, they brought him in. Yeah, they didn't have a striker last season. He's been a revelation for them. And mm. then Matty Cash, I think Matty Cash joined in the summer as well. Yeah, and I've been watching him this season. I don't know how much you've seen the Matt, Matty Cash, but uh, well, he had a good game but, against us. He nearly bro, scored an absolute worldie against us. Yeah, and I like him. You know, he's twenty three. Yeah. I looked into him. He's twenty three. I think they signed him from. Um, Forest. I think it's something from Nottingham Forest. And yeah, he's a player, man. I like him. He's uh, an exciting attacking fullback, which, you know, could be a great addition to our team. Yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, they played they're playing some great football at the moment. I think it's credit to to Dean Smith and the entire team. Mm. Like, even for example, like Grealish, right? He's what a player. What Bro, a player. Honestly, the, the, so he runs the show. He runs the so show. Like, even against us. He, he I thought he had a good game against us, you know. Uh so did McGinn. They've got some they've got some great talent yeah. in that squad. Really strong talent. They do. And McGinn's playing a, a bit of a more deeper, a deeper role this season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in comparison to last seasons. And and he, he does well there. You know, mm. he's a he's a short, he's a short little guy. I don't know how tall he is, but he's done a little pit morning and running around, <laughs> barging people off. I'm thinking, what on earth? That sounds so patronising to call like a grown-ass man. He's, oh, he's a short little guy, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> nah, based on like if you compare him to obviously other other footballers, he's um, mm. you know that he comes up against in midfield, he bullies them, mate, and it's amazing to see. But we were linked to him again a few years ago. I think it was about eighteen months ago, maybe or two years ago. Okay. And I remember thinking, no, I don't want to have this guy. What the hell? Yeah. And now when I watch him, I think, Do you know what? He might be exactly what we need in our midfield. Um, to be fair, not maybe not anymore. Because we have Fred to do that, to do that role. Um, yeah. He had a good game against a, Villa as well. We had a very yeah, good man. Game Villa. You know, Fred is someone, as you know, you know how I feel about Fred. I like him a lot. And it's good to see good to see him doing well and getting the praise that he deserves. However, let's see how Ollie manages the situation now. Because right now he trusts the McTominay-Fred partnership. But pre-lockdown, Fred was our guy. Yeah, Fred McTominay developed a good relationship, and then Pogba came back from fitness, and he just dislodged him. And McTom- Pogba straight McTominay back in the lost team. His, McTominay lost his um, his place in the team for a while as well, didn't he? Yeah, I think yeah. I think that it's it's it, again it is at that point in the season now where rotation is going to be really really important to managing yeah. both the fitness of the team and and also the general momentum. So you know, really, right? We and we've said this so many times in in previous podcasts. Really, it should be time for Van der Beek to come on now. Like, I, I'm a bit perplexed so. still how he so. keeps getting yeah. omitted. But like, it, for example, I'm I'm confident he'll start against uh, City in the, in the cup, right? But you know, as much as it's a, it's silverware, it's also the Carabao Cup. I don't think anyone really cares about it. You know, sponsored by an energy drink, for out loud. Like, I don't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not bothered by it. No, we need but this though. We need. We need this. It's, that's know, what I'm saying. It's, I don't Chelsea care about the trophy, it. but. Yeah. It's important, isn't it? It's important for the mentality of, like you say, for us or for Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, Chelsea aren't in it. Um, but I'm saying that's a pro... No, no, no. Spurs not the matter. But what I'm trying to say, ah, my right. point here is a team like a Chelsea with, with Lampard, who's trying to prove a point, yeah. like Jose with Spurs, um, Oli with United, all these managers who are new to, the, to that particular team, yeah. they need to have some silverware. And if we win a trophy with these group of players and this manager, what that does... Um, is the confidence boost? Um, yeah, you know, in terms of the morale, all that boost comes with it. So it's not just about the sort of object of a trophy; it's more about what you 
feel symbolism, after that isn't trophy. it? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And what comes from from that trophy? So I think that's why we need to try and get a title, but um, some sort of trophy. But with Oli, he has a bad habit of trying to go for all the trophies. Yeah. Well, you've got like prioritised. We're, we're, we're in three now, right? We're in the Carabao Cup, we're in the FA Cup, we're in the league. Uh, Europa as well, I guess. So Europa. What, yeah, which four. competitions do you, do you prioritise? Uh, well, look, you've you got to take it as they come. Right now, you've got the League Cup semi-final, right? I get yeah. to see you next week. For, that's your priority right now. Mm. The League and the League Cup right now. Now, whatever, whatever happens next week, let's say if you get knocked out, calm, that's fine. Then we've got the Europa League to focus on. That doesn't start until yeah. February, February, I believe. Yeah. So... It's not like they're all coming in one go. Um, but it just depends how he rotates the squad, how he utilises the squad, and if he's going to play the likes of Van der Beek. Van der Beek, I think, to be honest, bro, is going to be utilised in Europa as if he's like some sort of dickhead player. <laughs> some muggle player. Do you player. know what I mean? Some know, muggle I, I, player. I, I think, right, and I, th- I think I said this to you the other day, I think really his time in the squad, if if it does come, will probably only be next season when Pogba's sold eventually, because he will be sold in the summer. I, I as much as but, yeah, he played, I played, he played well against Villa. I'll give him that, but yeah. I still want I still want him gone. If I'm being honest, like I, yeah, I saw yeah. a lot, I saw I a that. lot of United fans on the Twitter time, like you know, like, this is the Paul Pogba we need. It's like again, yeah. it's that this guy has four years one, too late. You know what I mean? It's one or two performances uh, annually. And everyone's like, yeah, this is the player we need. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, it's, it's a bit yeah. ridiculous now. And, you know, obviously we spoke about him quite a lot, so we won't dwell yeah. on him. But I think Van der Beek's time will only really come when, when Pogba's time is done. You say that, but even now when Pogba doesn't play, he doesn't fit into the team. Pogba has a new position created for him on the back of his agent chat and shit. He's playing like left wing, sort of, almost. Playing, it's a diamond, um, but he plays very, very left wing. Yeah. You know, it's not more, it's not like a, a diamond structure in midfield where he's a bit more narrower. But he's literally quite wide up. And I know he prefers to play there. He said it a few years ago with Henri in an interview for Sky Sports when he first signed for United. Yeah. That I like to be I like to be drifting on the left-hand side of the midfield, a bit more advanced. And obviously, we can't have that uh, with Bruno in the team. So he just chucks him literally on the left-hand side in a, in a diamond. That's the only way to fit him in. Um, I know, was it against? I can't remember who it was against, but at half-time, he was literally playing as an LW, as a proper yeah. FIFA left-winger. And um, in a four, was it, against, was, it against, was it against Sheffield? I can't remember. We didn't win that game. It was a terrible performance. Um, and I think, oh, it was against Leipzig. I think. Yeah, it must have been because that was the last game we lost. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the second half, he just chucked him left wing and thought, you know what, we're gonna win this. Paul, you know what, son, we're gonna go for this. And we're gonna yeah, win go it. out there and enjoy yourself. <laughs> and show, trust me, passion. do it for the badge. Do, not, yeah. do it for the badge. Do, do you think it's a case now where Ollie knows realistically that Pogba was gone in the summer? I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any way we can keep him in the summer. I don't think there's any way he wants to stay in the summer. Do you think it's a case now? Where Ollie's like, you know what? Let me just try and get the absolute best out of this guy because as much as we have our our, our shortcomings with Pogba and we do have our reservations about him, there's no denying that on his day he he can be a world class player, right? So do you think Oli's Oli's got that in his head and he's just thinking like for the for the next you know six months however long, let me just try to get the absolute best out of this guy before he goes. I think that's the stance he's taken, but I just can't fathom the fact that he's trying to play a guy who was constantly disrespected yeah. in the club. And also himself, he, you know, Pogba's agents come out and chat shit about Oli as well. Mm. Um, how he still manages to play him above um, a player who we signed in the summer, who is an Ajax Academy player, played in the Champions League, exceptional yeah. midfielder, by the way. We've not seen yeah. the best of him yet. Yeah, I agree. Um, how can he not? How can he not play him? How can he not play Van der Beek instead of him? I just don't understand that. 
you know, how, do you really think it's that much of a golfing class? I don't think so. I think I don't, I don't with think like so. the bake, you have a reliable midfielder there. Yeah. And I think we spoke about this in one of our podcasts where he played, I think it was in the Champions League where he played a more deeper role. Mm. And that is a side that I've never even seen him do before. Um, he was dictating play from a, from a deeper position. I think he had Fred next to him as well. Um, so he can do that role, a deeper role. He can do more advanced role. He's a he's a perfect midfielder. I, I, I also feel very comfortable when he's on the ball, right? With Pogba yeah, 100%. On the ball, we've said it before, and I, it's one of my, it's been one of my gripes with Pogba since day one. He takes so yeah. long on the ball that he loses it. He loses the ball a lot. <laughs> Van der Beek on the other hand, if he's in trouble, he's great. He is great yeah. at playing himself out of trouble. He's got some great close control. Whereas I think, if I'm being honest, I think Pogba's close control seems to be getting worse. In his it's time. getting worse. Yeah, yeah, it's getting worse. His 18-19 season was very good. Even yeah. his first season was very good. Um, even then he had his flaws, don't get me wrong. He was mm. inconsistent. But at least you saw him get utilised for the player that he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now not so much. But anyway, well, let's not talk about him too yeah, much. Um, well, one player I want to move on to, because I think he has been... Incredible since he's come back into the lineup. Man like Eric Bai. Oh mate, what a guy! What a guy! When we signed what? him, right? Yeah. No, I was just gonna say, like, I think we, I think every United fan has always known that if we, if he can, if we can keep him fit, he's probably one of our better defenders because he's fast on the ball. He's a good header, uh, and whoever he plays alongside. I think because he's got that agile streak to him and he can read the ball well, uh, read the game well, and he's very confident on the ball. I think he's he, he makes the partner who he plays alongside better. And we've seen that Definitely. really in the last four games with well, the last few games with with Maguire or or even or Lindelof as well. But I think if we can keep him fit, I think he's going to be a really important player for this, you know, inverted commas this this title race. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what they're trying to do because. I get the impression we're not trying to sign a number seven back in January. Yeah, um, we pulled out the race uh, of Open Meccano, which yeah. is a joke. We don't want to get Botan, uh, not Botan, sorry, Alaba. Yeah. Alaba is someone who's not going to. He's, cost... he's going to be on a free this summer. It's going to be free. Even though we're doing it this January, try and get him on a Bosman because that could be a phenomenal piece of business. Oh, 100 percent. But I don't think they want to play pay his wages. Um, I think that's the. Well, That's we'll play, the issue we, Besides, we pay 400 grand or whatever for Sanchez, but we don't want to play for an actually world class, proven trophy winning player who wins with trophies you, for fun, who can play in pretty yeah, much yeah. every single position on the pitch. You know I know, I mean? and I think <laughs> this guy's like O'Shea Mark, too. Literally, and I think he's 27. He is, he's still got his best yeah, years ahead of Markovly. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He's made this guy is world class in two positions centre back and left back. Exactly. That's how good he is. And he's That's a solid midfielder as well. This guy can literally play yeah, anywhere yeah. And, and, uh, and the sort of deeper half of the pitch. This guy is so versatile. Yeah, because I think for Austria, years ago for Austria, um, he was playing at wide on the left hand yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. Um, as, as, as a winger. And then I think recently I saw he was playing more of a, a deeper sort of midfield, midfield position. So, bro, he can. He's a perfect midfielder, um, a perfect player, man, to have in uh, in our squad. He can yeah, really sort of take us to different heights. But I think there's two things. I don't think Oli wants that kind of player. I think yeah. we've we've spoken about this before. Like, there's a certain type of player Oli wants. Someone who comes from a, a lesser club who is just too happy to be at the club, so they can just respect and obey Oli and all of that. Do you know what I mean, <laughs> teacher school sort of atmosphere. I think that's what he likes. I, I think it's um, an element of that, but then also he wants someone here who he can completely mould, which I don't think personally is he doesn't mold the anyone. right way to do it. Because He well, doesn't mould anyone, bro. Who's he moulded? Wambasaka. He's got worse. <laughs> Wambasaka's interview, man. Oh, oh my mate. God. What a guy. Which one, which one was that? 
<laughs> Which goal? Like, what the hell? Bro, the only goal you conceded. <laughs> and, then, and in fact, he had to like ask him like three times, like, pardon? <laughs> what? Like, how, are you not listening to the interview? I've never, <laughs> ever heard in a press conference someone be like, excuse me, say it again. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, nah, he's oh, too man. funny, man. I don't think he's media trained that boy. Oh, he's lesson. not. Not at all. Like, I don't, I, I think they should put him in front of the cameras again, though, just because that was hilarious. <laughs> I don't know why they picked him in the first place. Yeah, when when they said, oh, we've got one per second, I'm like, oh, that's a, okay, that's a bit exciting. That's a, a new surprising. one. Because they normally pick like, either like the goal scorer, the captain, or like, the man yeah. of the match. And I don't think he was either of those. He had a good game against yeah. him. He was, he was okay, but, you know, what one of yeah, the... Yeah, he, he was good, to be fair. I still think he's getting caught out of position a lot. But this is the thing. This is my question to you, right? Mm. Our, our back post is always unmarked. Yeah. Especially one Basaka side, right? Yeah. He is never marking the fullback of the or the winger of the opposition te- opposition's team. Now, A is either that stupid, hmm. like he is that bad when it comes to positioning, or he's been told to suck in in the middle and just hold Maguire's hand or hold Lindelof's hand because they're just incapable. Incapable. Because they're incapable, bro. They're incapable. Both of them are not a good partnership. Yeah. And I know Luke Shaw drifts in the middle quite a lot as well. Do you remember that goal against uh, uh, when Spurs scored against us? And Luke oh, Shaw was man. in the fucking middle of the box. Yeah. And then Pogba was drifting left to try and catch the guy. I think it was uh, Aureus Cross. Mm. And I'm thinking, why is Luke Shaw not there? On the note of Luke Shaw, I just want to quickly take a, a minute to say that He's actually improved since Tellers has come, you know. And I think that's why 100%. competition for places is so vital because no one gets complacent. Yeah. And yeah, uh, no, I, yeah I think he's I think he's had a good couple of games to honest, mate. I still would yeah. like to see more of Tellers, but I think Shaw's actually yeah. played all right. He's I said this to you before, he's becoming a reliable, a reliable figure in the in the in the team. Like you look at him from a defensive aspect, and that's an aspect that I always felt there was two things I was I was lacking with Shaw, right? I always analyzed him like this. Yeah. He isn't great position from positional sense in in his own half, yeah. and then he's also not great for, in a positional sense in the opposition's half. Yeah. But he's fantastic in the transition. Mm. You give him the ball, he will take it upwards. But then he struggles. Now what? What do I do? So he's a middleman. He's not good at you know both ends of the spectrum. But mm. now he's almost becoming better defensively. I don't yes. want to get carried away because it's only been a few games. But yeah. he's become reliable defensively. Yeah. I think that might that may that may have stemmed from. His days playing as a as a as a centre back in a back three. I know he'd done mm-hmm. we've done that quite a few times with Sean. He was he was good there because he was cuddled around other people, right? Yeah. So maybe he's learned a few things from there and improved. But when you look at him when when he does a transition um, from defence to attack, then he st- stops, then he stutters, he still does that. He done it the <laughs> other day against but, but he's look, he's looking more reliable defensively. Uh, defensively he is. So it's nice to see that and, and credit to him. And bro, even set pieces, this guy's getting some good deliveries in. Into the yeah, box, I never you know, liked is... the idea of Shaw taking uh, our, our corners, man. But he he we scored a goal from a corner, didn't we? Yeah, he's getting yeah, sure. we are, but he's getting he's getting good at set pieces. <laughs> and again, I think this all stems from having competition for places because Tellers, as we know, you know, he's had a bit he's had, he's had an iffy start to United life. I still think he's got a lot to lot to give, but he yeah. is he is good <laughs> on set pieces. He's got some good set pieces behind him. And I think Shaw's probably seen that and thinking. Uh-oh. Yeah, I this as well. Yeah, I should probably start practicing mine actually. But but you know what, Kamal, right? I, I I just question the professionalism. Then mm. I just think, why does it take another guy coming in in your position to to improve yourself? I get it, like competition in places always yeah. helps. But bro, you should never be that content within the you team. Shouldn't. You shouldn't. But I think you just stop caring or, or trying to improve on a day to day basis. Look at you know, I know I don't want to look into the past too much, but look at a Wayne Rooney. Yeah. That guy would take time. 
outside of um, his training hours to go above and beyond and improve himself. Bruno does yeah. the same. These type of players, this is what you want from a United team, right? Yeah. And he, he clearly hasn't been doing that. Well, it's even people like Beckham. You know, Beckham was... Uh, yeah. No one can dispute uh, at his prime. He's probably one of the best free kick takers in the world. Yeah. Did that ever stop him from practicing free kicks? No, he would continue exactly. to carry on. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, no, I think I think it's a case of complacency in the sense that, he, you know, he's probably thinking, if I play shit, am I going to get dropped? For who? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's going who's yeah. to come and replace me? Fucking Fosu Mensa, who, by the way, apparently yeah. Yeah. has rejected United's yeah. contract <laughs> offer because he doesn't feel, <laughs> he doesn't feel valued. I don't yeah. even know what to say to that because, <laughs> mate, you are being given the opportunity to steal a living like Phil Jones and Marcus Rojo continue to do. Like, take it and run, bro. What are you doing? Like... But, bro, I saw yesterday he changed his mind. He wants to stay now. Ah, oh, for Christ. Of yeah, course he, he does wants, because he, he knows wants to stay the, now. the best he'll get is championship football. I don't think he's a Premier League player. But again, bro, like, we don't know that because we've never seen him play, really. <laughs> he's in and out. You well, know, Oli brings it back from the dead whenever <laughs> whenever we need the right back. He comes back. Zombie. zombie. <laughs> Literally a zombie. We don't give Dalova a chance. We yeah. bring back Fossil Mensa. This guy plays right back, left back, centre back. Um, I think it's actually a CDM, bro. When he, he first can, he can, on the scene. I, th- I think the reason Oli likes him is because of his versatility. Because he, yeah, I've... Yeah. I've I've seen him play CDM. He can play either side fullback and he can play centre back. Like those kind of plays are useful to have, but mm. to the point where they dislodge people who are specialists in in a position. At that point, it's a bit like, okay, what are we doing now? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But um, no, well, on 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 that note, let's let's transition into the key topics, right? Into the key yeah. topics of anyone is coming slash the title race as a whole. What are we mm. thinking? Do we think 21 is coming? Um, look, if you look at the maths, uh, you know, look at the table, you, you, you say, logically speaking, you think we're in a title race as things stand. Yeah. However, I said to you, I think yesterday, Spurs and Chelsea were in a title race two weeks ago. Yeah. Now, they're still arguably in a title race, of course, but um, you know, they had a couple of bad results. Everything changes. Well. Yeah, exactly. It's, just it's such fine margins. Because even Lampard said, said it, like you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were in the, we were title contenders, and now you know it's it's crisis. It's, it's a crisis yeah, yeah. at the club, and like you said, yeah. it could easily happen. All it takes yeah. is one loss, two losses, and that's it. You know, it's, yeah. it complete changes. Oh, also, I think bloody Newcastle have just scored. Andy Carroll Again. back from the dead. No, two one. I've just I've just my my commentary thing is only oh. fresh now. Yeah, so I'm fuming at that. Because I needed that bloody clean sheet, but yeah. anyway, enough about that. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think it's such fine margins because you know, like I said earlier, right? Between the first and tenth, there's only seven points. There's That's only right. seven point difference, and obviously, quite a few of the clubs have a game in hand. Leicester are playing yep. theirs, and they are probably going to win theirs. But the fact yeah. is, it's it's wild. City have got two games in hand. So if City win both of those yeah. games in hand, only nine thirty-two, then then they then they jump up to third. Yeah, yeah. How That's will what I'm saying. You can't, you, can't, you can't rule it out. I think mm-hmm. the way I would summarize it is um, the, the trophy's there. Yeah. For anyone who can build consistency, the title is up for grabs. Now, that could be Liverpool, it could be City, it could be United, it could be Spurs, it could be Chelsea. Yeah. I think these five teams, I would not rule out. I look at Leicester, I don't think so. I look at uh, who else is in there, but Everton, but I don't think so. Uh, but these five teams, I think any one of them could go on and. Um, 
and grasp the opportunity, right? Now, yeah. if you're asking for my personal opinion, I don't think United are going to win the title. Mm. I don't think we have... Um, I said this to you yesterday, right? In terms of our game plan, that is the key here. We have showed we can go into a team, have a game plan, and execute it well and play well twice this season. That was against yeah. Leeds and um, against Villa. Twice we've done that. Now, I know we have uh, grinded for the three points in other games and the players have kept, you know, uh, essentially kept Oli in a job. Yeah. But how long is that going to last? Is that sustainable? I don't think so. So well, well, is, it, is, this a, is this a turning point in, in, in the season now? The last few games where, you know, well, last, last game, for example, where it was, it, there was a good game plan. It was against a, a quality of opposition who, you know, let's say, for example, the last game we won convincingly was the Leeds game before that. Yeah. Now, Leeds, as we know, are a funny one because no matter what sure. the game is, no matter sure. how the result is going, Bielsa is not changing his tactics. This man nah. would lose 10-0 as long as he's losing in style, which on to yeah. kind of a side point, actually. Why is it that no matter what the result is, <laughs> these pundits ooze over uh, Leeds? They they it continue to big them up. It's like, yeah, I get it. They play some good football, but what good is playing nice football if you're losing 6-0 or something? Do you know what I mean? Like, even they lost against... Um, was it Did they lose their last game, I think? And, like, you know... No, nah, they'll beat West Brom 5-0. They beat uh, so the the game before that, um, the the game before that they they lost. Like, and I can't I can't remember who against yeah. it was. But you know, again, the pundits are just like, oh yeah, but you know, nothing away from Leeds. Like, oh, I, I don't get it, mate. I don't I don't get it. It's the pundits are a joke. Firstly, <laughs> they, they are. They are. First mate. of all, um, fuck the pundits. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the pundits, man. They they're a joke. They're yeah. They're, I don't know what they get paid for, man. Because they're mm. there, they just support their own little boys, their own little agendas and. It's never, it's never a logical thing. I get you're paid to, you know, provide your opinion, but at least be logical with it and use facts yeah. and evidence to suggest that, to, to back it up. But, yeah, um, I think it's just a nice narrative, isn't it? Leeds, the guy, the team that come from the championship with the grandfather of football, they call him, or the godfather of football, even though he's won fuck all. Yeah. Um, has he won any wrong trophies? I don't think he has. Not in <sighs> Europe, anyway. He might have won something in Argentina or something, but... I don't know. I don't even know. But he's probably won a few like shitty trophies. Check check it out. Probably like uh, little cups or, or little league titles or not league titles, league um, league cups and stuff like that. Uh, I can um, tell you. I can tell you what he's won. Uh, go on. He won the Olympic. Was it? He won the Olympic gold of Argentina in two thousand and four. Fucking hell. Uh, yeah. He's won the Argentine Argentine Premier Division with uh, New's Old Boys in ninety one and ninety two. Come on. He won the Premier Division Argentina with Vélez Starfield in 98. And yeah. he won the championship with Leeds in 2019. That's it. Those mm. things he's won. Okay, great. Um, so that's, that proves my point. Yeah. <laughs> that proves my point. He's won fuck all. He's just, he just, he's just about... And don't get me wrong, I like Bielsa. I do. Um, I like his brand of football. Um, but what I don't like is his he's, um, reluctancy to adapt yeah. to his opponents. I, I'm, a, I'm a man, this is what I like Jose, right? I like the fact that he adapts to his opponents. This mm. guy just does the complete opposite. Man took six against us. Yeah. He took three against Spurs. He took four against Liverpool. Um, I think Leicester put a few past them as well. Yeah. Is this like, do you find, bro, I'll lose my dignity. Do you know what I mean? If, I, if that was me, I'd be sat there thinking, fuck this, man. I can't be sitting there just losing constantly. This is the Premier League, man. It ain't a championship. I yeah. need to try and do something or at least adapt. Um, to get a fucking result. Otherwise, you didn't get relegated, bro. Not this season, yeah. but next season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think there comes a time where you, you have to adapt. You have yeah. to adapt, but they, for whatever reason, 
don't and I whilst I admire his his um his commitment to his philosophy come yeah. on bro like you know try and win something you're not you're not 100%. there to provide entertainment you're there to win games as well at the same time yeah. but anyway, yeah look back to the but back to the title race um it's yeah I'm looking at this table and I'm like honestly anything can happen absolutely mm. anything can happen now I do think as yeah. you say I personally do think Liverpool will still win right because I think it will get to the point in the season where you know the the, the gap in points does get a bit bigger and then mentality yeah, mentality and experience will kick in. Now we've only probably from our last title winning squad, all I can think of is we've got De Gea who's still actually in the squad. And I think that's mm-hmm. it. I don't think Phil we Jones? have any who actually plays though. Phil Jones doesn't really play. He's been registered at the moment in the Premier League, but apparently mm-hmm. um he'll be back in the new year. Oh, so yeah, any any minute now really. Oli <laughs> <laughs> was like, uh, yeah, he'll be back in the new year. So January oh, yeah. Fed maybe be back. Oh, let's not talk about that, man. But anyway, <laughs> point, so the point is, so we've, we've only got <laughs> we've only got one, two, if we really want to count him, players who have won the title and have experienced it um, mm-hmm. with United. You know, obviously, Matto has, has won the title with Chelsea and whatnot. Liverpool, on the other hand, yeah. are fresh champions. Leicester have won it more recently than us. Uh, yeah. Chelsea have won it more recently than us. And obviously, City as well. Those, yeah. I think it, it will get to that point where Liverpool and City will kind of start to pull ahead a bit unless, as we say, that mentality change that we've spoken about with United is there and actually has happened and it isn't just a, a temporary thing. And then maybe that will give us an advantage, but it really is all to play for, bruv. It is, it is. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you. In terms of mentality thing, like I said, there has been some element of a change, but I'm not mm. convinced there's been a total change. Yeah. Um, Right now, everything's great, and our players perform when everything's going their way. Everyone's yeah. happy. Everything's great. High fiving, kissing the badge, fist bumping, all of that sort of stuff. But the second we lose, what do we do from there? That is where I judge my players, and that is where our players have failed in recent years. Yeah, whether that's your Martials, your Rashfords, your Pogba's, your Germany, any one of that, any player that we had in the past three, four, five years yeah. has has been a bottle job essentially. Like we have bottled. Three semi-finals last season. Yeah, we've got one next week. Are we going to bottle it again, or we going to go to the final? You know, whenever yeah. we there's a big game, we crumble. We do that. We choke. So it's just a matter of time whether they can yeah. change that around. Um, I think a seat next week will be will be a great opportunity to change that. Yep. Uh, whether they can do it, I don't know. Pep is one of the kings of this competition in recent years, so. Mm. We'll see, man. Pepper want to win this because he's probably thinking, I can't probably win a title at this rate. Let me just try and get some fucking trophy. Just, just try and get some, yeah, anything. Exactly, exactly. Just to sort of stat pad his own profile, yeah. <laughs> his personal profile. Um, and I do think Pep and City will go through to the final, if I'm honest. Uh, you know what? I think a couple of weeks ago, I would have completely agreed with you. But it's at the point now where, um, I don't know. I, re- I really don't know how it will happen. So... You know, mm. only time will tell in terms of how ha- have we actually changed. You know, how have our minds? Oli goes very pragmatic against the the bigger teams. We've it scored does. one goal against the big six this season, right? Yeah. Now we got, and that goal came in the form of a penalty against Spurs, where we lost six one. So he does that. He does get scared and then goes a bit backwards. So I am very curious to see how he's gonna how he's gonna lay out the team against yep. City next week. I imagine. 
he's going to field a very strong team. I think Pogba will play. All right. Do you know what? You mentioned Van der Beek. I don't think you'll play. I think you'll play in the FA Cup against Watford. Let, do you know what? I'll, I'll put money on this as well, right? Go on. Van der Beek would not start against City on Tuesday. He'll start against uh, Watford on Saturday or Sunday. Whenever I, it think, is. I think it will be one of those. Um, my money is more on... On the on the city game purely because it's the EFL. Really? Uh, yeah, I think I think for whatever semi final, the bro. It's a semi final, yeah, but you know it's it's a Mickey Mouse trophy, and I think I don't think Oli, I don't think Oli will be thinking the way we're thinking in that you know this is an opportunity for a uh, nah, bro. He wants this. Oh, well, he wants this. He wants. Have you not what he does? Have you not seen the teams he fields when it comes to a, a semi final? Or a, or a quarter-final, whatever. I don't know, you know. Played... I, look, I look back on the FA Cup game and um, against Arsenal last season where we just played a very weak team almost and we ended up losing that game quite, uh, quite you know, quite emphatically. Against Arsenal? You mean Chelsea? Chelsea, sorry, yeah, against Chelsea in the FA Cup last nah, season. Nah, it wasn't a weak team. It was a strong team. Made changes, but it was, it was a strong it was, team. It was a strong team, but when you compare it yeah. to... He tried to change quite a lot, I think, to, to, to compensate for the fact that it was a weaker lineup compared to it was a five the, back, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Com- compared to the the strength of the of the lineups that we had been playing before that. So mm. I don't know, part of me kind of considers again, like, will he be approaching the semi with the same same kind of thinking? I think you'll start I still think you'll start Pogba because Pogba, you know, he's someone who's not really been play been playing in the league that much anyway. So I think you're playing against City. Van der Beek won't play. Um, I don't know who else is joining midfield, but I don't think it'll be Van der Beek. If I'm honest, probably. Do you know what Bruno will start as well? Bruno Pogba Matic probably. Bruno isn't getting dropped or rested really until nah. he's injured, and I understand. That's what he does, bro. He runs players into the ground. That's what he loves doing. I get. I, I, you know what? Whilst I do agree with you, I also see where he's coming from because this guy can make anything happen, even when he's playing shit. And I love yeah. the man. I absolutely love the man yeah. for it. Because even against Villa, when he, he wasn't playing very... I, don't th- I think he had a pretty understated first half, right? But I told you, I was like, I bet you he comes away with a penalty somehow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and man. he did, you know. And even... Uh, I just... Yeah, I just... I think that, I think he's he's such... He's our talisman. He's so important. He is so important to any success that we have this season. I think any success that we do have, ultimately, for me... It's going to be down to Bruno. 100%. It's the, it's the Cantona effect, isn't it? Yeah, without a shadow of that, man. So I think, yeah, I, I see why you would play him, but bro, like, show some sort of, you know, man- management. Show, yeah, you've got to manage Do you see what I'm saying? You yeah. know, that's the one thing he gets praised for, which obviously we, we don't think he is a great man manager because he runs plays into the ground until they can't give no more. Yeah. And I do fear he's going to run him into injury. <clears throat> well, you know, bro, we, I, re- I, I really hope not. I really, really. If he gets injured, yeah. If he gets injured, it's over, bro. I'm if he gets now, injured, if he gets injured, it's over for us. Big test, big big test. Let's see how you. And I know a lot of people would like say, but you know, if you take Van der Beek, um, if you take Van Dijk out of Liverpool, they'll be the same. They're not the same. They're not. Do you know what I mean? They're not struggling to the to the extent that. Yeah, yeah, they're still doing well. They put three past Liverpool. They put yeah. two past Spurs. They're still doing well, man. I know they they got a few draws in, in the last two games, but they're they're still top of the league. Yeah, exactly. I think it's it's, yeah. Only time will tell. Let's hope that Bruno does not get injured, or let's hope that no one gets injured. But um, no, I think the the game against uh, City on on Wednesday will be a very exciting one. I'm very, very intrigued to see how it pans out. But I think, Mm. bro, in the meantime, right? Let's let's cut this one here because um, you know it's been it's it's a nice little return. It's the first one of 2021. 
Uh, I was going to say, like, oh, my days, we've not done one since last year. But then I, <laughs> I tweeted on the, the 1st of January, like, I haven't had a shower since last year. And everyone was like, oh, get over it, man. Like, <laughs> we used to say every this year, stuff. Every like, yeah, every Literally. year. <laughs> but uh, no, I think it's been a, been a good little return for us. Obviously, we've taken a break for the last couple of weeks, but we'll try and mm. get, get back into it with a good little routine. Yeah, got an exciting run of fixtures coming up so you know there's some prime opportunity for, for us to talk about it we've got City as we've been saying on Wednesday in the EFL Cup we've got Watford in the FA Cup then we've got Burnley Liverpool and Fulham in the league so some Indeed. trying trying fixtures very excited to see how it goes and obviously you know when we can do uh do an episode next we'll, we'll be here to to talk about it and to react and to see how how our Red Devils are getting on Red Devils, man. Let's see. Let's see what happens. But before you go, go um, City, Chelsea, what's your prediction? Well, I don't even know, man. Because I think, I think, I think City are going to win it. I think City are going to. I yeah? think City are going to win it. Yeah. My money, my money is my money is on a three-one City. I'm going to all. Um, I think Zia coming back is going to be a big boost. Uh, yeah. Werner's finally back in the number nine spot. Yeah. Werner for me is not a wide player. He Why is he being playing him out wide? Because he, I think he wants to utilize his pace, his pace, and yeah, but the man scored thirty-five goals or something last season. You know what yeah, I mean? He did, why, he did, yeah. why would yeah. you change that? Why would you change the position of someone who scored nearly well, forty goals? He did play in that position initially for for, for Chelsea in, in in the early games, but then he got yeah. uh, switched on left hand side. I think he thought, you know what, utilize his pace on the left, bring Tammy in the middle, and yeah. try and do that, but. I think playing him in the middle against uh, City today is yeah. going to cause a lot of problems for him. So we'll mm. see. And I think Ziyech is, is an instrumental for this Chelsea side. Yeah, I um, think so too. So I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen. But yeah, I'm going for a safe tool. Safe tool. Interesting. Well, let's see how we get on. But in the meantime, uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. It's been yeah, a pleasure man. as always. And uh, we will see you or I guess you'll listen to us in the next mm. episode.